ಬರಲ್ಲ ಅಲ್ಲ ಅಶ್ಚರು ಅಲ್ಲ ಇಲಾಹ ಇಲ್ಲವೋ ಅಶ್ಚರು ಅಲ್ಲ ಅಶರವನ್ನ ಮೊಹಮ್ಮದ ರಸೂಡಲ್ಲ ಹಯಾರ ಸನ ಹಯಾರ ಸನ ಅಲ್ಲಾಹ್ಮದ್ 
many many a brother many many a family member Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken them back into his mercy and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept us here and now we are experiencing the iyam and the days of hajj so brothers and sisters notice also that in the beginning I recited an ayat of the Quran in Majid wherein we, even if a person is not acquainted to the Arabic language a person already knows what is the subject matter of that ayat? And many, many of us that are sitting here, some of us of advanced age, many of us are in middle age also, 40, 50 years, some older. And we hear this ayat every year prior to the month of Ramadan. <coughs> During the month of Ramadan, many, many a speaker, many, many a came and expounded on this ayat. But I just want to, not, not a bayan, this is more of a muzakra, more of a reflection. So, Ya Yuhal Ladeena Amanu Kutim Alaykum Siyam Kama Kutim Alaykum Ladeena Min Qablikum Laallakum Tattakun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the month of Ramadan. But we have to really ask ourselves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed the objective of the month of Ramadan in this ayah. So a person may have heard this particular verse of the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that I have prescribed asking of you so that you can acquire the taqwa, the taqwa. So I heard this ayat for 50 years, 60 years, sometimes multiple times in a year also. But did I really try to ponder and try to understand what is required for me from the month of Ramadan? And when it comes now also to the ayam of Eid, of Eid al-Abha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in ayat, another ayat of the Quran, many of us are also acquainted with this ayat. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So month of Ramadan is there for us to obtain the objective of taqwa, and also when it comes to the ayam of Eid, Eid and the days of Eid and the slaughter of the Qurban animal, Allah SWT says the objective of that is also taqwa. But you have to really look at the, the understanding of this word taqwa. So Allah SWT gave us Alhamdulillah in the month of Ramadan, we must never ever make it insignificant or look down upon it where a person went out of their way to make the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a great deal. Never ever look down on, 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 on our amal. No, never ever take it to be insignificant. The whole year a person did not have no tawfiq and no, did not even have an inclination towards reciting Quran. Forget that a person is even standing extra one hour at night to listen to Quran. He's listening to, to the Quran. And he is ready to move his body in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He'll go through the difficulty of staying hungry during the day and night. But then we have to also see by Islam and Islam, this is, Islam is not a, this taqwa is not a shallow feeling. That's not, that's not the essence of taqwa. That is not what is required and not the requirements of taqwa. Alhamdulillah, during the month of Ramadan, a person woke up for tahajjud, a person made iftar. A person stayed away from that which was halal for him during the day, even from his wife. And many, many a time, he must have heard even on this meal, one minute before the, before the fast can be broken, you can even collect water from the sky, which is total tayyib, halal, not even spending any haram money or anything, I think is halal, tayyib, straight from the sky. We tell this person, Baba, you, you fasted the whole day, you are so thirsty, you are so hungry, there's only one, one minute, 30 seconds, 30 seconds left before the Azhar break your fast. Oh, Allah is watching. When you come to the day of Eid, a person is have this sort of jubilation, and sort of enjoyment, and sort of celebration for what? It's not something which is shallow to the one new kurta. You know something, the sunnah of the ayam of, of Eid, on days of Eid, the day of Eid al-Fitr, that the person had a scrumptious meal and he met with family members, and was, but that, what was the celebration about? 
And like how Mufti Sahib was explaining last week also, I remember, Mawlana Zakira Rahmatullahi, when the days of, when, when the first of Shawwal, the moon is setting, is already having the ecstasy and excitement for the, for, for Hajj, that ayyam of Hajj has left. But what were they excited about? That same zeal that the person had in a month of Ramadan, have I kept it up with regards to that ibadah, but ibadah is a small portion of taqwa. Forget the bigger picture of taqwa, when we still want to the real bigger picture of taqwa, but when we look at the month of Ramadan, we have already come out already in the month of Zulqadah, the month of Shawan has already subsided and gone. The month of Ramadan is like a mystery, it's like, it's like a memory, it's like, it's like a passing phase, it's just flowing. That same zeal and enthusiasm a person had in the month of Ramadan, they must still hitting the targets. What happened to the, my five times of Salah? What happened to my Tilawat of Quran? That, that's part and parcel of a Muslim's life. That's not something which is supposed to be initiated in the month of Ramadan. That is a person's life. He cannot function without these particular requisites in his life. But we have, to, we have come to such a level that we have to question ourselves. This particular tenets and pillars of Islam, is it still there in my life? And that is not taqwa. Taqwa is not just the ibadah of Allah. Not just the ibadah of Allah. We heard this over and over. And there's misconception with regards to this, this great and fundamental fundamental command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where every like now we're coming to the days of Hajj, there's a place and time. Ramadan, place and time, salah, place and time. Zakat, place and time, there should be particular individuals, recipients, and the person has to be uh, has to be qualified to give that zakat. But when it comes to taqwa, there's no place, there's no time, it's all the time in every place. But what is it? What is it? It's not just our ibadat. A person may be making the great levels of ibadat and is doing some, some tahajjud and is in the first circles to that notion that Allah is... I can put on a face in a masjid. I can put on a face in the days of Hajj. I can put on a face in front of people. You know, he's a pious man, he's Molana. He's Qarisaf, he's Muntisaf, he's this, he's trusty, he's Mutawalli, he's this. But taqwa dictates, like Imam Qurtubi Rahmatullah, he says, Remember those words. That my Allah may not see me in the position that He prohibited me from. That is taqwa. That is taqwa of Ramadan, but I'm still swearing and using vulgar language with my wife and children. What my customers and what the people but just a little bit skew in the car park now, waiting for him. You don't have any, and the person is using something. I'm I'm doing this trade, I'm doing this business. The, 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 the person that comes into the shop, that lady, she doesn't really know what is changed. She doesn't really know. Or the person is not very clued up with regards to this particular item. It got a defect in it. But the man is desperate for it. So I won't divulge the defect, I'll sell it to him. That is not taqwa, why? But the man is living five times salah. And he thinks he got taqwa. That is not taqwa. Taqwa is a broad spectrum that covers every facet of your life. And the main time, where a person has to see his true personality and his true identity is when you're alone. Your true identity is when you're alone. And when, when one will find out the true identity of a person and the true personality of a person, never ask his friends, ask his wife, ask his wife. Then you'll find out the true identity of a person. And you have to question ourselves. A person can be closing the windows and drawing the curtains. A person can be looking at the corner of the eye at the door because he has his phone in a way and he doesn't want, although he's alone, sometimes this is also very rare. The person is even alone inside the bathroom. 
And he's, he's answering the call of nature, but he got haram with him. Because there's a time I can do my haram. Where's the taqwa? Taqwa is, taqwa is not something where a person can put on a face and wear a particular type of garb or grow some facial hair and put on a amama. The true understanding of deen is very absent now when I... The true understanding of deen. Muftisab spoke about it last week also when he came to it'aam al-ta'aam, salam leemul kalam. That is the taqwa. That understanding where a person becomes such a human being where he is beneficial for others. Where a person is beneficial, where his personality is such that he is a true human being. The taqwa dictates that. This carries a person that my Allah is watching. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, Hazrat Shibli Rahmatul Ali, when he used to many a time, he used to always mention this incident nearly every year. Those brothers who experienced or who sat in emergency, Rahmatul Ali, they recall this particular incident that Mawlana used to always fondly speak about. And although this is an incident which is regarding Hajj, but the person can use it for other aspects of his life. Example for a person coming for Salah for the Jummah. One of the murids of Imam Shibli Rahmatul Ali, he performed Hajj. And then he came in to inform me, Shaykh, that I performed my Hajj this year. So he said, did you really perform Hajj? Did you really perform Jihad? I'm going to ask you some questions. I'll ask you some questions to see if you really performed that Hajj. All these questions are based around the omnipresence and omnipotent power of Allah. That is, that, that is why I've been created. He asked him, Baba, did you make a niyat? See, we came for, 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 we obviously have to make a niyat, an intention. He asked him, what niyat? Did you make a niyat for hajj? Did you make a niyat for hajj? He said, yes, I made a niyat for hajj. Did you make a niyat that you are going to remove from your life everything that is against the spirit of hajj? Did you make a niyat that you're going to remove from your life everything that's against the spirit of hajj? Say no, then you never make a niyat. You never even make a niyat for hajj. You're coming for the Jummah Salah, did I make a niyat that I'm going to remove from my life everything that's against the spirit of Salah? Everything that's against the spirit of the day of Jummah. You had to remove your clothing. Say yes, yes, I have to remove my clothing. Because now a person has to take a bath and to put on the ihram. Did you remove your clothing? Say so yes, I remove it. When were you removing your clothing from your body? Did you remove everything that is ghayrullah from your heart? A person making a, a ghusl for the day of Jum'ah, a person is removing his clothing. Did I remove everything that is ghayrullah? Today, see, the, 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 the ummah today and the nation today that we are living now, we are living under a time of oppression. And because of the zulam, and because of the oppression, all of us, we have the strait at the police line. And we have to come out of the strait. There's a ghayrullah where people are putting their full reliance in material things and in men. And when people live in a state of oppression, people become very self-righteous, very selfish and individualistic. And when you look into the life of the Bani Israel, the tyranny of Fir'aun, and even after Fir'aun was taken out of this world, Allah Taala still never gave them the ability to enter Masjid al-Aqsa because they were still not ready. 
Today people are saying, Malana, Malana, we need Imam Mahdi, we need Mahdi. Baba, are we ready for the Mahdi? Really ask the question, ask the boy in the class this morning, you ready for Imam Mahdi, sir? Say, gee, 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 gee. Also, you take your prime and go. You'll even ask him, what's the Wi-Fi password? Baba, we're not ready. We're not ready. When Musa alayhi salam apprehended that particular Coptic and Egyptian that was fighting with the Bani Israeli, and he hit him with the, he pushed him with the stick, that man died. The very next day, the very next day, that same Bani Israeli is fighting from amongst the Bani Israel, he's fighting with another Coptic, Musa Islam is coming, is approaching, and he knew what happened the day before he saw, and because of the life, Oh Musa, are you also coming to kill me like how you killed the man before? And he divulged, we are ready even to give up another person. Same thing. When it comes to the Tibbani Israel, Allah SWT has given them money, given them salwa. All these stories from the Quran and the is for reason. And we may be looking at it as so strange people. The children, they laugh in the class. They say, Allah Ta'ala has given them money. Allah Ta'ala has given them silver. Now they're asking for garlic. They're asking for cucumbers. They're asking for basaliha, wa fumiha, wa adusiha, wa busiha. They're asking for onions. Oh, foolish people. They are so stupid people. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala wants to put them some through some sort of terbiyat. Because now they want, when they were living under the under uh, Fir'aun in Misr, they had the garlic, they had the cucumbers, they had the onions, they had all. But now Allah SWT wants them to sacrifice some something from their life, some sort of routine. Come out of that routine. My brother, we want Jannah, we want righteousness, we want things, but we're not ready to play our part. We can look at the Bani Israel and say, look at them, they're getting money, they're getting silver. No, we don't want that. We, we still want to do our ways. We still want to love our lifestyle. We still, we don't want for garlic. We want, no. Ghayrullah. That one boy sitting next to me in a class, Malana, if you don't go to university, not successful. Yesterday, yesterday, you're not successful. What the child is being taught? Ghayrullah. When you were removing your clothes to put, to, to ready yourself for that ghusl, did you remove the ghayrullah from your heart? A person, like when we come to the, when we come to the story of Ismail and Islam, and come to the story of Hajar Radil Anha, this morning I was doing with the children also in school, it's not just written in black and white, and you just read the story. But it's from Islam, Allah SWT says, help will come when the person puts full yaqeen, full trust, full tawakkul, not half-heartedness. These stories are here to show us that when a person is sitting full yaqeen, her breasts even dried up. It wasn't just a matter of one hour or five minutes or ten minutes. Ibrahim Islam just went away and left. It was a matter of a long period of time where the kajur was even complete and finished. The water was done. The child is curling up into a ball because of the, of the, of the, the no contents inside the stomach of the, the child. The mother is in such desperation. And it happens where the child is calling. You know when you, when you have a newborn child and a child is calling and we trying to the, 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 the child is not crying endless crying what the mother does sometimes she puts the child down she turns the other way and faces this way she's crying i don't know what to do this was the condition of hajar that the child she leaves the child she leaves the child and she goes running I even asked the boys, you saw Safa, you saw Marwa. It's not just a small distance. Out of when a person is ready to get rid of his self-righteousness and his selfishness, 
and thinking he's deserving of everything. And you put your trust on Allah, tawakkul on Allah, reliance on Allah. Then Zamzam came. Then the Zamzam came. We want the load shedding to go away. We want the corruption to go away. We want the bribery to go away. We want righteous leaders. We want leaders to look after Ummalukum. Your leaders are your actions. We are not ready to play our part, but we want Allah Ta'ala to give us. A person feels he's entitled to Jannah, but a person will never wake up for Fajr. What part are we playing? What Hajar did for herself at that moment? It was the Quran of Allah. And Allah SWT is telling us to, to take a knife and put it on our, on our son's neck. Allah SWT is not telling us uh, to abandon our children. Just fulfill my commands and I'm watching you. Be a servant to me. And when you stand and I'll conclude with this sharp bun. Oh youngsters, youngsters. How long is your youth? Why a person said he passed away 56, 57, so young. Why that's not young? Nabi Sallallahu said that this Ummah's age, this Ummah's age will be 60 to 70 years. A person passed away always because he's already in his old age. A person is 70 is getting mahala, yes. By a person reaching the age of 40, your youth is gone. 30, your youth is gone. Oh, youngsters, what is your youth? Shabun nasha'atni ibadatillah. A person is looking for honor. A person is looking for, for izzat. It's in the ibadat of Allah. Shab, the day of Qiyamah is 50,000 years long. And we were sitting in the class and we are trying to calculate the number of days the day of Qiyamah will last. And we came up to the to, to the calculation and the answer was 6 trillion days. 6 trillion days the day of Qiyamah. And your life of youth is maximum 20 years. A person will sacrifice that youth of 20 years to be sweltering and, and, and drowning in his perspiration for 50,000 years, 6 trillion days. Where's the stupidity in that? Where's the logic in The taqwa of Allah, that youngster, he puts his head on the ground and he lives with integrity. Allah is watching me. Allah is watching me. That is just an honor. It's not in a funny hairstyle. And not in the different types of clothing and the particular type of home that a person just sacrifices at 20 years. Not even 20 years. 15 years of his youth. And in that sacrifice, that youngsters one sajda is more valuable to Allah Ta'ala than all the old people on earth. The deen of Allah Ta'ala is based on the youth. And we love Allah Umair, Abdullah bin Rawaha. The youth, and we, this is the essence of Hajj, this is the essence of Ramadan, this is the essence of our Ibadah, and this is the essence of our life. You look after the 20 years, a person will be, even before his Jannah, 50,000 years in relaxation, just sacrificing at 15, 12, 12, 15 years. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala give us understanding, true understanding of the Hajj, and Allah Ta'ala make it such that whatever you said is means of benefit for us, and all the difficulties the Ummah is going through, Allah Ta'ala elevate it, and remove it, and replace it. But what better conditions? Well.